Welcome everybody to Can We Talk Sports? Let me answer that question. Yes, we yes. can. Hey, yes, you guys, can. if you're watching us on YouTube, we ask you to like and subscribe and hit the notification. If you're watching us on Facebook, we want you to like, comment, and share this video. If you have some uh, friends, some family members, some sports grannies and sports <laughs> uncles and aunties, share this video. Tell them about Can We Talk Sports. It is a sports mom commentation, commentator talk show. Let me get my words together. And I am Karen, one of your hosts, and I am a community sports mom. I'm going to have to yeah. tell you about what that is. <laughs> Well, I'm Carmen, a.k.a. Mama D, and I'm a sports mom. Um, I'm a sports aunt, uh, and I'm a community sports mom also. Absolutely. I love supporting our sports. And I'm Irisha, a.k.a. Icy of Icy Fashion. I'm a fashion designer. I'm a fashion football mom where I fashion up the shirts if I need to. <laughs> But on top of that, I am a community sports mom, too. I'm a college sports mom for football as well. Yes. Awesome. So, so um, we're going to do a little small talk, y'all? Yes. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Nope. Yeah. So, I was thinking today, you know, it's playoff time for the high school guys, the kids, and um, even the college. So, you know, the holidays come, some kids get to come home, some don't when they're in college. I know my son last year, he did not get to come home. It was his first Thanksgiving never being at home because they had a game the following week. And so how do some parents handle that? You know, you know, some parents like to use Thanksgiving to go attend their 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 students or their sons or daughters. I don't know if does it go into the the women's volleyball season two? Uh, well, they it, just okay. had the playoffs. Okay, so yeah, so I'm them. sure they get caught in that. So, you know, how do you guys think parents handle it or how as parents have you handled it when Thanksgiving comes around or even Christmas and your kid can't be there? I can tell you how I handled it the first time. And I can guess. How? Guess, Karen. Guess. You was down there and you was cooking all that food. <laughs> I think you probably cooked enough for the whole team. That's what sports moms do. Yeah. Yes. I didn't get to do it. I didn't go down there. I just tried to hold it together so I wouldn't be this helicopter mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, you know, I just kept calling. Have you eaten yet? Have you eaten? And the kind of made me mad he hadn't ate and it was four o'clock so i, was, I started making mm -hmm. phone calls uh is my kid gonna eat they have to send somebody to pick him up to eat <laughs> wow yeah that's what we do uh -huh. that is what we yeah. do i i don't think i i didn't uh i wasn't able to attend um but i yeah i made those phone calls and you know told him to get out of his shyness and yeah. if a player that lived local, invited him over. He to went go. over to their house for dinner. So, you know, that's one of the things why I'm so passionate about being a community mom. I invest in the boys that are here because when my son went off, I trust that what seed I sowed in yeah. the community kids, that someone was going to take care of my son and sow into him. And that's what happened. You know, that's, that's how we... you. That's why we continue this thing on mm -hmm. because whatever you do for somebody else, somebody's going to do it for you. That's right. Exactly. Paying it forward. Um, gosh, most of the time during Thanksgiving, we had games. Like I remember many of games we had Thanksgiving weekend and we were traveling on Saturday. Um, so definitely. Um, I do remember one game when my league was at UNT. Um, they were gone for Christmas. Like their 
Um, he was gone for Christmas, but the game was here at the Cotton Bowl. So we got to go pick him up like late in the afternoon, Christmas day and let him come open his gifts and stuff. But yeah, it's hard when they're working, when they're practicing this stuff during the holidays. But you know what? We do what we have to do. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Kawashika? Thanksgiving. Yeah. When your son is not home, what, how do you handle that? Oh my God. It's like somebody missing something missing, you know, yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. So, Hey everyone. But yes. Um, I think that, you know, when it's Thanksgiving, of course you want to everybody like it, you feel kind of guilty if, you know, all the kids are not together and, and, you know, that's just family time because that's how we was raised, you know, during Thanksgiving. But yeah. uh -huh. at the end of the day, you just, you know, you just have to remain positive. Um, I know for Kadarian, uh, when they was out in Colorado, they was roommating. So, you know, it, and then you had, who was it, Miss? Uh, Annie. Annie. Oh, my God. Like, and Miss Ryan's, Miss Stacy. You know, they were able to be out there for a week, you know, uh, and, and cook for them. So just knowing that, you know, there's someone out there cooking for them and, you know, and they and somebody got their back, you know, you'd be like, OK. Yeah. But it, it, I mean, you still going to feel bad as a mother if you're not able to do it. But yeah. yeah. So. yeah. You guys talk about cooking. Um, mahogany, um, her first Thanksgiving away from us was in um, Gera, Germany. And okay. you know, her and her teammate, my actually my middle daughter, Monique, flew out and spent Thanksgiving with her in Germany, but they actually cooked a Thanksgiving dinner and introduced their German teammates to Thanksgiving. So wow. they had turkey and dressing wow. and um, they, were, they were texting me back and forth, mom, what do I put in the potatoes? <laughs> I was like, see, you should have been paying more attention. Right. right. Just, yeah. be, just eating instead. Yeah. So the German uh, friends got a chance to taste soul food and yes. it was their first time cooking. So it probably <laughs> tasted good. Even if it tasted bad, it probably tasted they good. They didn't know. They didn't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, you guys, I am so excited about our guests. She is a sports mom coming. She's all the way from Canada, you guys, and she's Canada. gonna come on the show. We're gonna we're gonna tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing yeah, but the truth, the truth as sports moms. <laughs> and I'm so excited to um have her on the show. And so you guys stay tuned, continue to watch the show so you can hear a sports mom do some mommy chatter. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, we got the next Kawash. I mean, Arisha. Oh, we got are we ready for our hot topic, guys? Yes. So this is a good one. Um, yeah, so we have a hot topic today where we were discussing how um I'm sorry, uh like at Jackson State with Deion Sanders. Um they first Jackson State, congratulations, they won the SWAC East title. Um, and we can just, I would like to discuss, you know, the influence that Deion Sanders has brought to the HBCU community, you know, and then also touch on his health. There was, you know, he had a little health scare here recently, and there's also been a little bit of talk about him possibly leaving Jackson State to go to TCU. I don't know how solid that is, but maybe you guys can give a little, if y'all got a little bit more information on that, if that's even.
Wow. Wow. That was his son, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was muted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that was very, I saw that. That was so emotional. And the fact that I know Shador and Dion, that was very, very emotional. My son played seven on seven with them throughout, you know, what, their junior year, going into his senior year. And um, him and his dad, they really do have a really good relationship. And that's, you know, I like it. And the thing about it is, what I got from it as a parent, seeing my son play, he treats him like an athlete. He don't just like, to me, he doesn't show this, oh, that's my son. He get these special. He's hard on him the same way he is with everybody else. So, I mean, that's why, you know, some people probably would be like, oh, you don't want to play. He's going to show favoritism to his son. He'd be on the Shador head. <laughs> like, he don't, he don't let him feel like, like, he'd be on him. Like, when he's doing the most, he'd be like, 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 dude, are you you scared? <laughs> you know, he don't play with him. He, if you if you ask me, he's a little harder on him than everybody else. Absolutely, uh, expectations are higher. Mm -hmm. And plus, you, he's, he the he, one that went to Cedar Hill. His oldest son went to Cedar Hill. His oldest son was at, I think it was Colleyville Heritage. Then he came to Cedar Hill, mm -hmm. and then he, he started. started at, he started yeah. at Trinity Christian School. Yeah, and then he oh. went over there. Yeah, he he was mm -hmm. over there, and then he went to those schools, and he ended up That's going on to play at SMU. Yeah, mm -hmm. he played at SMU for a while, and um, that was it. I want to say Dion Junior graduated from SMU. Actually, I think he, I'm sure he did. I yes. think he did graduate. Yeah, he spent all yeah. four years there. Yeah. And you know, I saw uh, him uh, had a post on his Instagram and he was saying about how many uh, yards he had. And I'm like, is he playing? It's a joke going around about Dion. I watched the, the highlights at the end every day for this kid. Y'all have got to get on Dion's <laughs> Dion Jr. Y'all have got to get on this man, this boy. Uh, look, his, his, his Instagram story. <laughs> it is hilarious. Like every time somebody scores, it is not just even his brother. He is at the end of the end zone with his camera. Yeah, yes, sir. He sounds just like his dad when he's talking. And then when, when Shiloh does his interception, they, you know, they've named them the headache game. And um, it's just hilarious. He cusses out. <laughs> it's sad. But he be cussing out. He be getting into it with the other team. Be like, shut up, boy. Shut up, boy. Take the, you know, like if they score on him and stuff, it'd be some, it is hilarious. Y'all, when y'all get a chance. I know the stories delete pretty quick, but go on YouTube and some of these hilarious videos put Deion Sanders Jr.'s in there. Y'all, it is going to show all the clips. Somebody puts his clips on YouTube every week. So now oh, they say he's part of the team because he's so involved. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's hilarious, y'all. I'm so, going to have to go watch it. I'm going to have to go watch it. But I think yeah. they have another video about Deion's interview. Yeah, um, where he was, I think where he's was experiencing the toe surgery, and I think he had a setback trying to move around a little too much, and uh, yeah, yeah, and I I see they're doing like a little sequel or like some type of episode on it, to where it's gonna show everything that he went through. It's oh, videotaped, and it shows where, yeah, if, if we had the clip, I should have thought about it. He shows he calls he calls uh, Shiloh and Shador in the office, and he said, "This is what I had to go through." And he's obviously showing them his injury. And his son was like, "Dad," and then oh, you wow. could tell they were choked wow. up. And so it's, it's it says coming soon. So I'm, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but he's they said it's all documented everything he went through. We gonna all get to see all this everything that happened to him. Wow, and you know what you. When I heard that he had to be readmitted back to the hospital, and I was just like, okay, he had a, a foot surgery. You know, you kind of think that that's not anything major, but yeah. then it turned out to be something major. Yeah, because you right. got to remember our or our most important arteries that go to our hearts are in the foot. Oh, mm -hmm. Some people don't know that. The, the, the artery that run, runs to your heart is in the foot and that's where blood clots to start at in the feet and so he probably and you know that's why when you have a surgery they want you to keep it elevated at like 45 you know degree angle for the flow and even though he was sitting and trying to relax while coaching 
he pro- he was on that scooter most of the time. So mm-hmm. blood is going probably down. I'm assuming down. that right. that could have been part of what happened. And he probably almost experienced a blood clot. But I did hear that it was some other stuff that occurred that he had pneumonia later. It wasn't COVID. And then something about a staph infection happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I think our producer has another video that she's want, she wants to play for us. Check it out right now. Don't want to be like you, you see, right? You see that? Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I think I'm going to trim mine back to match yours. I'm going to roll yours out. Cut mine off. <laughs> Gillette is the best a man can be. You know it. Coach, welcome back, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a, all the way back yet, but uh, this is a tremendous step. I'm proud. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm elated. Uh, filled with hope and faith. Um, it's been a tremendous journey. I'm thankful to be out of the hospital. You have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. We have a wonderful team of doctors that uh, that I'm really listening and adhering to 100%. And I'm on the kids all the time about being smart, tough, fast, and disciplined. And I, I got to be smart. Yes, sir. I got to yes, be smart. You know, sometimes God takes us through things not only for us, but for other people to witness. That's true. Well, I'm a witness. <laughs> and we, we are witnesses. We are witnesses. Yeah, and uh, I tell you what, I, I never question or ask God why me through the whole process. I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for making sure it was me because I can handle it. I'm built for it. I'm built for it. I'm down for it. I'm ready for it. I welcome it. And uh, this is going to be a tremendous testimony for a multitude what I've uh, endured over the last several weeks. Yeah. Can't have a test without a testimony. Yes, Lord. Can't have a testimony without a test. It flows both True. ways. You got to be able to stand on it. True. I, I missed the uh, tank nation, man. I miss yeah. Uh, yeah. just the feeling of the, the, the locker room, the kids, the, the moments. All of it. I missed all of it. I really, really, truly, truly did. I, I really missed it. Um, game days are tough, emotionally, immensely tough. I think uh, ones that were stationed in position to receive my call and related message. <laughs> <laughs> I pray for them that uh, I wasn't harsh yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or extremely adamant, but my message, my, my message be. <laughs> come across. Um, so uh, it was a lot going on in the hospital on Saturday, as you can say. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, Coach, I know your players are going to be excited to see you this morning. Uh, you're going to be excited to see them. And yes, Tiger man. Nation has sent so many prayer requests through prayer yeah, I, felt them. I yeah. felt them. I received them. Uh, I believed them, and I never stopped believing them. I've never stopped believing. Not not one bit. I've mm-hmm. never stopped believing in uh let me tell Tiger Nation, I, I want to say this to you, Tiger Nation. We have an outstanding staff. Yes, sir. I've always said and often said, and I think people took it for granted. I always said they're right in that staff, they come from me. And no one could have ever in her room have known that this was coming. The staff, they come from me. And, uh, excellent. Uh, Coach Flea, I love him to life. I love him more so than, than ever before but I because I've seen him and I knew he could handle it. Yes sir. And I'm so proud proud of him and just uh the countless calls and times that he's come over to the Wow. That was a lot. That was a lot. And I felt the compassion from him. And so that's why you know there was a rumor going around about him being uh interviewed for TCU and I hear a lot of people saying you know, all that he's done for HBCU, would that go in vain if he all of a sudden leaves and go back to or go to a school that's not an HBCU? Because he's been preaching so much about HBCU. What you guys think about that? That's been my same question, too. Like, <clears throat> I think a lot of people will probably give him a little... I mean, I've seen comments in the in the thing where they feel 
You know, everybody had their own opinion. Some people say, why is he, why would he go there? He's already rich. He don't need the money to be a head coach there. And then, you know, some people look at it like, well, he's put the attention on them already on HBCUs. So why not, you know, if he did decide to go to TCU, would they be able to look at, well, he opened their eyes. He did what he needed to do and then left. Or should he have stuck around longer, then leave? So I don't know. It's a couple ways to look at it. I, I've been curious to know how that would work and how it would be viewed. I, I think he should take every opportunity that comes along. And yeah, he's done some great things for Jackson State University. And I don't think that's going to stop, it, even if he leaves. I think it's going to continue. I think that um, the spotlight that's been put on um, SBCUs is not going to stop from Kamala Harris all the way to Dion, and like it's not going to stop. It's it's a tidal wave now. You can't stop it. I agree. Yeah, he brought he he put some things in the forefront, so you can't just stop because Dion's gone. You gotta right. You gotta keep doing it. You can't say, oh well, we're doing it because Dion's here, and then if he happens to leave, oh, you don't pursue what he's trying to accomplish first. That'll be that would make them look bad, you know, the, the NCAA or whatever look bad. You know, I, uh, you know, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys because it is his light. It is the light that he brought. And I, I think if he leaves, I think the light goes with it. I think we go right back to them not recognizing our HBCU schools. I agree with that, too. I definitely do. I totally agree with that. You know, and so that's what he was trying to do is get that back, saying we got some good athlete. And so it was all about publicity, bringing publicity to those schools. And that's what he's done. And so I'm just wondering, will they still take us serious, you know? But yeah, um, it's like they're taking it more serious because he's there. So yeah. I see where that's where I'm at with that. That's why I said I'm on the fence, didn't know how to. And like um, someone was saying that many knew that he wasn't going to stay long, which is, I didn't know that, you know, I figured I at some point he would either. leave, but I thought he would be there long enough to grow it where they get all the stuff he's trying to say, Hey, we need the same combine. We need this, that, and the other. And then maybe after all that was accomplished, right. then he leaves. Cause now you've made it happen. They can't right. take it. Cause Dion leaves now, but he needs, you know, it needs to be accomplished to the, the airtime, different channels more. So I'm, I'm with of, you too, Miss Karen. <laughs> yeah, I just think about when he leaves, that group of coaches leave with him. So here's a whole nother coaching staff. And we already know, and I'm sure you know, the effect of new coaching staff coming in with yes, your kids. You know, mm -hmm. we could probably go on and on. We probably have yeah. to have get our guests on the show because we Because we'll be talking. <laughs> we need her to come on in here. Yeah. All right, Carmen. Before we go. Before okay, we well, go. Hold on. Let well, uh, Kawashka. Before we go, um, number one, it's a rumor. Number two, uh, opportunity could be a good opportunity or a God opportunity. Mm. And so oh. I remember listening to a uh, he done a he he have done a clip regards to the process that he's going through right now. Yeah. So it is something big that is about to happen. And I'm with you, Miss Carrie. If he leave now, he's gonna forfeit the plan that God's had for these colleges. Yeah. So remember, it's a good opportunity. I'm sorry, good opportunity, or is, is it a God opportunity? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Well, um, up next, we're gonna bring on our guest which is Gifty. She's the founder of Baller Mom Canada, and she's also a mom of two boys who play the sport. So she has a lot of firsthand experience and uh, speaking from the, the perspective of a sports mom. So I want you guys to watch this video and then we're gonna bring her on. We're so excited to have her tonight. Yeah.
love it. Thank gifted. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Sports Mom. We we got our, we got something in common. Yes, we do. Another sports mom. I love it. So yes. uh, gifty, we play a game called Would You Rather? So I'll okay. start it off. Okay. So would you rather be in the cold in Canada supporting your boys? Or would you rather be on the beach in Jamaica swimming? It's one or the other. Yes. I would rather be in the cold, bundled out, and uh, warm <laughs> with a, coffee, a cup of tea if I can, supporting the boys. I yes. hear you. While I'm thinking about being in Jamaica on the beach. <laughs> Right. I I understand that. I do. Yeah. yeah Maybe you're sure. thinking it's gonna warm you up too. Oh. I got one. Would you rather have a slow car or a fast bike? A car. Being on the bike, my butt hurts a bit. So car. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cars because I'm warm inside. So it's okay. <laughs> Okay, I have one. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Ooh. I can't swim good and I'm scared of height, but if I'm in space and I'm covered up in the something that could prevent me from falling, then I'll do space. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. It's my turn. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Would you rather live in a jungle or the zoo? Zoo. Because the animals are protected in their cages. All right. <laughs> good, good answer. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to start these yeah. questions off. And I just want to say again how I love connecting with other moms who have a passion and uh, bringing forth knowledge and resources to give back to uh, those moms that are coming behind us. So Jifty, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with Baller Mom Canada? Okay, so thank you ladies for uh, welcoming here. Um, my name again is Gifty and I'm here in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I have two boys, we play we started with soccer, but mainly we're in basketball now. And uh, Bald Mom started when I was actually personally looking for information to get them from the regular community sports into a competitive one. And the more I kept searching, I realized the information was not readily available. But whenever I found, I would share with other parents and they're like, where'd you find this? What is this? So I started, you know, sharing that kind of information and realized that there's that disconnect out there. And then as we've progressed further, I realized there's still some people that are trying to get in, you know, they're doing a little bit of house league or backyard or school games and things like that. And they see the big light and they're not sure how to enter the, these uh, competitive sports. So my way is giving back and guiding them. Um, and I also do a connection with coaches and trainers that are looking for players because sometimes they may be in their own little bubble. They may post something, but no one sees it. Well, I do have a good community of moms that are looking. So, hey, B, you gonna see each other? Let's connect. Let's share. But with the all-coming goal of making sure that we're supporting the kids, that this is what they want to do. They, they're good at it, and they're surrounded by good people supporting them. Okay. That's good. That's good, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mean Girl Hockey. Mean Girl. Hey. She's been shouting us out. Mean Girl be on faithfully, doesn't she? Yeah, she's, she's from Canada. She's, she's from Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, who, who got the next question? Oh, I'll, I'll go again. Okay. I got it. I got it. I lost, I lost my screen. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, wait, let me, um, can you, ooh, I had them. Why do you think it's important right now for the voices of the moms uh, to be heard right now? 
because I really believe it, it is important. It's something that we've been closed mind, uh, closed mouth for reason. And so I think it's important. Why do you think it's important for um, to hear the voices of the moms right now? Um, mainly because depending on the relationship you have at home or with the kids, you know, um, we're outspoken. And I have a good cup, bad cup type of thing. You know, we're outspoken. We're there to support the kids. We're there to understand. We'll ask certain questions. We like to know time. We like to know schedule. Um, so hearing it from a mom's perspective is a different mindset. Um, most often when you talk or listen to coaches or hear of coaches, we always see them being males, you know, and mm -hmm. someone that may be um, a coach with no child so don't understand what it means to be a parent with a child, trying to live a life, work, balance, and sports. Um, so speaking from a mom's perspective, you just want to make sure that if I'm going to put my child in a certain game or sports or schedule, how far I have to drive, just trying to maneuver it. So basic things that we do, because it's a natural instinct that comes to us. Doesn't mean that some dads are very much involved just as well too, but we all, moms have a little different angle. We can either be the soft one or we can be the hardcore, but it, our tone comes a little different when we're speaking to it. And um, I think the kids also take to us a little bit different too, depending on what the topic is. So I find it's good to have the moms involved, especially some of the moms that I talk to there not well versed in terms of knowing the techniques of the game you know the shot like what the calls are and stuff and they may be like do i talk to the coach do i ask the coach and i always tell them you're confident about it ask the questions make sure that whatever you don't understand you speak it from honest truth that you don't understand and let them help you but um just getting the voice and not because we're just a mom but we are a parent first and the best interest of our kids is there and we want to make sure that whoever the people that are leading them and guiding them knows that when that kid comes out of that practice or game, there is somebody behind there that will stand up for them should anything go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's, that's my perspective. Yeah. That's good. So, so I have a, go ahead. Carl. I'm sorry, we both <laughs> no, go ahead, right. Carmen. You so can go. Bone Mom Canada has a feature series blog. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about it and tell us. Um, who's been your best guest speaker and why? So the feature one uh, series that I do is goes back to the reason why I started, where you want to put a face to either a school, a team, a trainer, a coach um, that is also trying to market themselves to us as parents and say, come bring your child to me. I'll help your child. Um, I'll help your child at this school. I'll help your child become elite and all of that. And they can be posting things, but you don't know who they are. You don't know what they do. So the feature series is to get a little bit more understanding of who they are and what their business or club represents. So if I say contact ABC, you'd be like, yes, I remember ABC. This is the person that owns it. I heard them talk. I understand their platform. I understand what they mean. And that's an easy conversation to start off with. Um, as to who has been the best, I wouldn't pick anyone over because each one of them has their own unique um, specialties that they've brought in. But I have learned something from every single one of them. It's, it's weird because I'll do preparation of the questions, but as we talk, I always find something new. And I think that just comes from listening when people are talking to say, oh, wow, I didn't know that about you. And I guess as they get more comfortable, people tend to loosen up and share a lot more, which is the whole goal of it. Because yeah. if I'm going to say, hey, mom, hey, you're, you're over here, there's this particular trainer that focuses on just back. If your your child's back is hurting, call them and say, hi, John, I, you know, I, Gifty told me about this and you refer to the name. It's easier than, hi, I'm wondering if you blah, blah, blah. Like it's that personality kind of disconnect. So I'm trying to make it more um, personable and approachable between our parents and the, the individuals or the teams and the clubs that are supporting us. But the overall, like the best advice I ever got was just be you from, and almost all the guests that have always said that, just be you. If you overthink it, you're, it's already over. So just be you and go for it. So that's what I've been learning from it. Yeah. Okay. So my question is, is there a reason why your recruiting services that, is there a reason that a lot of recruiting services, um, I mean, your company, um, sorry, only caters to like soccer and basketball? And are you planning to extend um, your reach 
uh, um, sports? To be honest, it's soccer and basketball because those were the two sports that we've always played. And those are the community that I've been connected with the most. Okay. Um, yeah. Football, I watch it during, um, what's that? The halftime show, to be honest. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and football is big. And I, as I was listening to you guys talking a lot earlier, I can sense that it's really big in the States. Here it is, but we're more like a bandwagon, more say. It's not as you know as big. Like mean girl hockey girl, um, can I can tell you about it? Is that there's a disparity between the American football, the Canadian football, and basketball, and the soccer, which is also called football in Europe. So, but here yeah. it is mainly start off. Most kids start off here with soccer or hockey and then transition into basketball. But the reason why I do both is because that's where, um, first I have more knowledge on and expertise gotcha. on, and those sense. are the two sports that we played. So if you were to tell me, let's talk about baseball, I wouldn't know much about it. So I don't wanna refer somebody to something that I don't have the knowledge or experience yeah. in there. Um, so, but if I don't, I know other parents are in there and I can say, talk to these parents because their kid also does um, baseball in the summer and they can help you out. But uh, for, I may reach out and maybe, you know, do a, a package of different people representing different sports. But for my personal knowledge and experience, soccer and basketball has been um, the heart of it. Yeah. I got a question. <laughs> Bring it yeah. on. Yeah. We love the cheer element. And I love the cheer and so I wanted to know, you know, as far as with your organization, can you expound on that? Like, what do y'all do for the cheer element? Um, so I lose my voice almost every game, <laughs> physically. Um, that's the cheer part of it. It's hard to watch any game unless it's, I don't know, chess or golf that you're watching where you're not supposed to talk. But any action right. sports, like, you're meant to cheer. It's very loud. There's so many things going on. And I think sometimes if we just sit there, especially for the kids that are younger, you know, they're looking like somebody cheering for me. Because even when you're watching on TV, the music is going on, there's yeah. chance, defense, offense, all these things. So for us to be physically watching them, of course, we want to give them the energy where the cheer comes in, to just give them that energy. Uh, but that's the verbal side of it. The other side of cheer is letting the players and the parents and their kids know that we got you no matter what like you know i do highlights of features of certain players and say we're there for you if the mom is like oh my kid can't make it can you support him i'll be like yeah i'll be there i'll be cheering i'll be yelling you know they need to know that when they look in the stands there's a support for them because when we're watching they're not on no big major tv screens it's just our own cell phone recording and that's the only shine so we might as well let them feel as comfortable being in that court and being in the field playing that whether the ball goes in or not there is a support they have their own cheerleader on the corner you know going in at it respectfully opposing the other team because this is just as loud but it makes the game much more entertaining wow 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 that's amazing i Ooh. talk about it all the time we have to be there they, that energy that the uh team feeds off of uh that momentum mm -hmm. and so yeah that's awesome and then you go to the games if a parent is yes. not available yeah, uh, yeah. We some can up. you know some more different schedule different shifts wow. um and also for here because we have all these COVID protocols and things like that yeah, if right. each facility is a little different so it's just overall making sure that when we are cheering for each other, like I'm cheering for you to do good, whether your child goes above to the next level or not, it's a genuine support, a genuine cheer to know that we're like, we're rooting for you no matter what, win or learn, we're rooting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a question, another question. Have you ever been afraid to speak as a mom Concern, something that's concerning your child in fear of your child not being able to play. You know, we hear that, you know, we have to keep our mouths closed because coach may make our son sit down or less playing time. Have you experienced that as a mom? I've experienced it um, and I have spoken up. 
<laughs> and um, I think in one experience, the person or the person we spoke to didn't take it well, but you have to speak up. And it's it's how you deliver, yeah. it's how you say it. If I'm coming as an attack to you, it's like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Da, 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 of course, they're going to come back in a, you know, in a, a responsive way that feels like they're being threatened. But I've learned over time that um, the delivery and the tone and sometimes there's a cooler head prevails. So depend on the situation, give it some time, think about it. And sometimes you can just write it down, reread it over, make sure you get all your thoughts out and then say it out. And sometimes you have to say it right away because there's no way you, like if your heart is boiling, you gotta say it. But I have spoken up and I do encourage, you know, moms to also speak up, parents to speak up, especially when you know that this is something against your child, because if you don't speak up for them at that moment, what are we trying to teach them? That it's okay for, it's okay. because right. this person has this title, they have every right to talk to you or treat you in any kind of way, right? So I say, speak up. And I tell them, if you can't speak up, just message me, give me the info, I'll speak up for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Very good. So Gifty, um, what are some of the common hurdles that parents and, and the athletes have to overcome, especially like in preparation for college and, you know, just excelling in sport? It's, it's a lot. First thing, especially with somebody who's just thinking, as, after we had all this, our lockdown, we were on lockdown for the longest time. Feel like we were all mm -hmm. in timeout. And coming back into it, there was a lot of tryouts and a lot of kids were trying to, you know, make it into the team, make it into the club. And you get all these highlights and things like that. And the challenge was like, what if they don't make it? What if what if they, they don't get selected? And it's true. Not everybody got selected. And the hard part was telling them is, yes, they didn't make it to this particular team or this time. And that's okay. But there's other ways to still develop the skills because the interest is there. So there's different ways, maybe, you know, sign up for just training on a weekly basis, doing the same thing over and over and over. If they don't get bored from it, then you know they have the heart to go with it. If they didn't make it to one team, but another one wants them and they're not sure about it, try it out and see, right? Because we can't all be in the same place at the same time and everybody's at different levels. So the way I explain to them is you're, you're coming in with somebody who's done it two years in a row and you're just starting. Yes, some uh -huh. people have natural talent and natural skills, but don't let that defeat you. You know, try again. There's different avenues. There's different things you can do. If your kid, depending on how old they are, have them watch YouTube videos and try it at home on their oh, own. Yeah. When the next tryout yeah. comes in, they'll be ready. When the next season comes, they'll be ready because the interest is there. But I always tell them, just remember that feeling of not making it, that, that stuck with you, let that be your drive. I want to feel that again next season. I'm going to make sure I make it. And if it's not, at least I have two or three options that I can go to. And then you want to be the one that says no to this team or to that coach. I said, keep that in there. And so there's some kids that didn't make it. And I told them that. I said, just keep that in your heart as you practice to try to make it next season. Yeah. Excellent. I, I want to piggyback on that question because that just, um, what do you say to parents or athletes? that feel like they've waited too late to really get in the recruiting system to get looked at, that kind of thing. Like, what do you say to them? I say focus on academics too, because mm -hmm. there's, yes, you may not have gotten into the recruiting or prep school or the specific school that you wanted or the specific club that you want to get into, um, but there's other avenues to still play the sports and still do what you like to do. And the question I, I think there was like one mom that messaged me and I said, is it you that's feeling that way? Or is it your child that's feeling that way? Or is it both? Because you yeah. have to differentiate the two. If it's your child that was like really adamant, it's like, I really had to, but I'm like 17, 18, I'm considered old and no one's looking at me and they're, I don't know, angry or upset. How do you deal with that? Besides the sports, like how do you deal with others' situations when they're in that um, that moment? And is it you as a parent feeling like you failed them because you felt like you didn't have the right information or resources? Um, and I tell them that for every age group, there's different support out there. So they may not have made it to a certain high school team, but there's college, there's university that you can try for it. 
and just yeah. try it on. And even in the college university, there's levels. So you may not make it to the senior, but being on the junior is also a different way too. So I say, don't, don't let that be the only thing. And what other skills that they have? If is it, are they putting all their sports in just like all their basketball into just sports? There's got to be something else too. When we were locked down and we were we had no game, no tournament, no practice, they close our the basketball nets or the playground, everything. Like what else did they do to keep them going that they build that interest in, build off on that. Because being, you don't have to be the only athlete. There's other things. They like recording videos. They can record and talk about sports. They like making, I don't know, drawings. They can draw athletes and do reels and things like that. Still be in the sports world, even if they're not the main person playing. So that's why I say find other things along within the sports that you like. That gives you a little bit more passion because it hurts more if that's the only thing you're thinking of. There's got to be something else. We're multifaceted human beings. You can't have one talent. We're multi-talented, right? So that's what I would say. And I love you just said that as far as finding something else to do. And so that's one of the questions I want to um, kind of bring to you. I don't know how old your sons are, but what are you doing as far as creating a balance with your kids and not letting sports be their identity? And then bringing, showing other things that they may like if mm -hmm. they don't make it to the different levels in sports. How are you keeping your kids grounded? Yes. So my boys are 12 and 14. Um, and one likes editing, likes video games and reels and things like that. So he's good at doing those things. I said, focus on that. One likes right. technology, knowing gadgets and things like that. Um, both of them are smart in academics, so we make sure that they focus on that school first before anything else. Like that's right. the thing. I always tell them you can break a leg, but if your brain is functioning, then you're good. You're still <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, we just watched Dion's video, like his leg's not working, but he's talking, he's alert, yeah. he's you know, mm -hmm. he still has a job, he's still working, he's getting paid, he's still in sports. So if one's not working, the other one is out there. So how we ground them is making sure that it's not just only sports. Like, I mean, if even when we say go do your exercise or anything like that, it's conditioning your body, understanding it. But they do have other passion besides that. It's not the only thing. And we're not naive in telling them, you're going to make it to the NBA. You're going to make it to, you know, major league soccer or anything like that. It's you're doing the sports that you love. You're good at it and it's conditioning you, but you're learning along the way that it could take you to other avenues and different things, even if you're not the main person on the court or in the field. So we do balance it out. We're, you know, we're, we're part of our church community. We're like, we do different things to make sure that it's not just only sports all the time. Even though my schedule may look like it, we try to make sure that there's other things. You have family time, um, you have personal time for themselves to do whatever they want. Um, so, yeah, just trying to balance it. It's not always just talking sports, play, 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 go this, go that. Like, just be a kid and be a human being because yeah. they're still learning and they're still growing. And before every season, we always go through the talk. It's just what you want because once we commit, we go through it because it's a contract we're signing. But it's your decision, too. It's our money, but it's your decision as well. So it's that open communication to make sure that. Um, it's a two-way street because it's not my dream you're fulfilling. It's got to be something that you want to. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you, these are good questions. Thank you. <laughs> you have some very good answers and elaborate in very detailed manner. So thank you. It helps with, um, so um, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, we, we miss Miss Kwashika. She's gone. Oh, the Kwashika. I just know Kwashika's thing went out. Yeah, she must After have her, her her thing had continued to drop. That's um, okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I have another one. Uh, Arisha, you want me to go ahead and go? Yeah, because I can't. I, my screen keep freezing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, um, you know how we both, I feel like we both have this passion about, or all of us have this passion about sharing information. Um, oh, yeah. To those who are coming behind me, but mm -hmm. have you experienced, um, you know, trying to get in other sports mom groups and them being hesitant about you sharing your information? I'm just like, okay, 
I'm just trying to share some information to mom. I don't, I'm not trying to keep, you know, whatever I got, I want to give it, you know, yep. so have you experienced that, you know? Yep, yep, yep. I wasn't active on Facebook for a while, but then I got, I saw some group came in, I joined in and somebody asked a question. Um, I'm looking to get my sons into soccer, but I, I don't know anywhere to go. So I messaged us in there and I said, you know, um, specifically like, how old are the kids? Where do you live? Have they played before? Like basic questions. And then somebody came back to no selling. I was like, I'm not selling. I'm just asking basic questions yeah. because the answers you give me, I'll be able to see if I'm able to provide you with the support that you need. So honestly, I just went into the, like, the, the I am and said, you know what? I'm not going to reply in the group because it seems to be a little resistant there, yeah. but yeah. Um, this is my info. You tell me what you have and if I have something, I can connect to you. And then I was able to help her find a, a soccer coach within her area that she took. She's like, he's nervous. I said, just reach out the coach most often will break say come in they assess it your child it's a feel thing if your child feels comfortable with them then they'll proceed if you don't feel comfortable with them you don't proceed but it's it's a two-way yeah. you know relationship three-way i should say coach be your child and you as a parent it's got to be all three sort of working together but these groups some of them are very closed <laughs> yeah right very very close and all you're trying to do is just give information that's it, you know. Yeah. And there are some people literally don't have the, the knowledge or don't have the confidence to want to ask and say, or go to somebody's page or a, an account page and say, Hi, my name is, I'm looking for this. Like a lot of people don't do that and they're not comfortable. So I said, Just filter through me and it's okay. But a lot of other moms are, they're just like, Why? I'm like, Okay. I, it's, yeah. I'm not selling it. I'm just, just giving it yeah right something that somebody else could use yeah exactly yeah it's it's sad though it's, it's sad and i was like okay yeah it's sad because i get blocked a lot of times because i'm sharing i'm sharing <laughs> and they be blocking me like you know sharing from really? another page and oh wow yeah that's it. I didn't know they was doing it like that. She's blocking yeah. you, Miss Karen. <laughs> Some of them will pin it and I'm going to repeat again. You will be blocked. I'm like, but wow. it's the people in there are not even sharing what's going on with your own child. So your page is kind of dormant. That nothing's uh -huh. going on. But I'm sure the people that have signed up sign up because they're looking for information. But you, as the admin that created it, is blocking it. It doesn't make any sense. And Facebook is not paying you to right. have this private group. So I don't understand your purpose. You can have a million followers, but if there's no resource or information there, it, it doesn't help. But yeah. yeah, yeah. That so is I had to remove myself a couple of groups because I realized it's okay. It's their service is not, they're not looking for it. So that's fine. If you, if I will make it one comment, so people go into my page and they'll see it, then you can follow and then I can support you if you need to. But yeah, these groups are very, yeah, they're old. <laughs> <laughs> For some yeah. people, you feel like you, you're trying to take over. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, all I'm doing is just sharing, literally. Because I've been there. I know the yeah. feeling when you can tell based on the message that this person literally want their kid to do something. They just don't know how or who to help. And you're saying, yeah. I can't help you i can connect with you or i can at least listen to what you're looking for yeah. and some of the admins are like x locked i'm like okay that's fine yeah yeah that's it yeah. that's okay keep going yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but it's okay you know what like that's why my whole goal is i say it's support we cheer and we unite because I'm, we're here to support each other and by doing that cheer on each other and then through that we unite because we all rise when we support like no person's an island in this in this world and even if somebody has done it before doesn't mean that another person can can that's do right. it right that's, that's right yeah. yeah and i i always say like even grocery store there's two i'm sure there's if you think of you want to buy some meals you can think of two grocery stores near you right now that you can go to but they are profitable yeah, you don't say, it's not only one versus the other. You go to one maybe for the price or the look, 
but they're all existing, right? Yeah. But some people feel like if you're coming in, you're taking their little bucket away from them. Like, no, I'm just sharing the info because we all need to go forward. And it's not even for me, it's for the kids so that hopefully they repeat it back and give back to others as well. Yeah. That's good. And then it's crazy though because they don't mind sharing the mess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's a real right. Yep, right. Share the mess. They you know, get a lot of shares. Yep. Come on, Daddy. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt because I mean that's what it is. Especially like we're all in different parts of the city or the town or homes. But you see, and what somebody says based on the people that follow you, they because it just adds on, and that's it. And then by the time somebody sees it, okay, maybe I'm behind this year, but next year I'll remember if I go to so-and-so's page, I can get the information, I can help my child. That's all it is. But hopefully, hopefully, like you said, there is a good opportunity versus God opportunity. I wrote that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that quote. It's so true. Yeah. With you being involved with, you know, the different sports and parents, where do you think that the parents are dropping the ball at as far as being involved in our kids' uh, sports? Where where you see there's a gap? I think the gap is just assuming that it's an easy step to wherever it is that they're dreaming. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's not an escalator or an elevator. It's step by step day to day, you know, day in, day out, schedule, practice, games, school, everything. So some are dropping the ball because some are project, like expecting it to just be a big boom. And I hear that from those who are kids are like a little bit older grade, like the 11th grade and up. It's like, oh, you know, they're about to graduate and it's like crushing on them. I'm like, yeah, but they're about to graduate. They're 17, 18. Life is not over. It's just starting, if anything. But they're dropping the ball because I think they're being everybody's being faced up with all the hooplas of the media. You know, the backstory of he started when he was four years old and he really wanted and he's been doing this show. Only the videos where the shots went in and nobody shows the one the shots never went in, right? right. So the dropping of the ball is like not doing enough research and understanding that you have to take a step. Just like babies, we have to crawl. Well, we have to roll over, crawl, then walk. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think that that part, if we understand it ourselves, we can definitely learn to just enjoy each journey for sure. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Do yeah. you have any upcoming projects or events coming? Um, actually, tomorrow I have a, a live uh, feature that I do, and I'll be talking to um, a coach that. Um, he coaches at a preparatory school, which is like a private school, which is a big thing that a lot of people are trying to get to because in order to be scouted to get into U.S. schools, you got to have a prep school experience, like a private school experience. You got to do your SATs and all of that. So, And a lot of parents have asked, you know, how does it work? What do I do? Because our system here is different than yours. So I'll be featuring him to get a little bit more information on that. Um, going forward, now that we are out of lockdown, lockdown, I'm hoping to do um, an in-person event where I have all the mom community actually connect them to what we're doing virtually, but in person and actually do that info exchange and support each other and put a face to the name because sometimes text and, you know, it's not the same, but when you're talking to somebody, you get that little subtle in-person conversation to keep it going. And I think it's about time that moms get a little time out of some wine and stuff on our own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping for that. Um yeah. And I do have one that I'm trying to put together with social media because a lot of the kids I follow also get hyped and get sucked in with highlight reels and trying to show them that you gotta be honest with your game. You gotta be honest with what you do and not post certain things. I mean, some things offend me as an adult, but to them it's cool. So what's good and what's not? And what's the difference between a business account as a sports athlete versus a private account as a child and trying to help them understand the difference on that. So I'm yeah. putting a little workbook thing together to guide them based on what I've learned experience because I do some mm -hmm. data mining as well and I provide that uh, back end to it. So that's in the works. 
But yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. Now you mentioned soccer. Do y'all play that in the summertime? Because I just yes. can't imagine y'all doing that in the winter. Yes. So in winter is indoor and soccer um when summer is outdoor. So oh yes, okay. So your football games oh, are indoors? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, the fo football one is outdoor. Football, regardless, snow, rain, whatever, they do it outdoor, especially <laughs> at the high school university level. They oh. do. But for the younger ones, soccer, indoor in the winter, and then in the summertime, between May to about early September, it's outdoor. And it the only stop when there's like thunderstorm. Otherwise, you play. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, thunderstorm. I just think y'all just have <laughs> snow, just straight snow. We <laughs> get <laughs> snow. I can't know why. We're expected to get our first snowfall sometime this week. Um, but we do get hot summer for a minute or so. Um, but we do get rain. We can get four seasons in one day, to be honest. Like oh, you start wow. in the go by night, you've got four seasons, and you don't know. You start with a jacket, you end up with like a parka or something. Yeah. Huh. So oh. it varies. Oh <laughs> but, wow. Uh, weather is not bad. Oh, it's not bad. I, I plan to visit Canada. I have a friend that lives out there. And I keep saying, I'm going to come, come when I know it's the warmest. Come in the summer to Toronto during the Caribbean Festival. Come. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Is that carnival? Yeah. Is that what they call I want to go Caribbean. there. Yeah. Come. It's hot. It's in August, end of July, August. It's the hottest. It's fine. You'll be fine. You come in as a visitor. It'll be busy. There'll be a lot of things going on. And then just tag me and let me know. Take you oh. out. All right, that sounds oh, good. Nice. Now you, Look, you, I'm coming you guys up in Sorry, <laughs> you guys are not quarantined. Where you when you come there, you have to quarantine so many days. Honestly, I'm hoping by the time the clock turns 2022, oh. all this COVID stuff is gone. I'm hoping. Yes, yes, we believe in that. It's and that's part of it too. That some of the athletes or the parents were a little worried because. They didn't get a chance to actually play at their senior year to get tapes to show uh -huh. uh, coaches because there was no game. Everything got shut down. So some of them had to record themselves just training, doing different moves and skills yeah. to build their resume. So by the time I'm hoping maybe by January, there's talks about all the requirements and restrictions are going to be lifted. So I'm just praying because it's it's annoying. <laughs> We want to travel. I want to cross the border. I want to. I want to come shopping. <laughs> so, well, gifty. Yes. Um. I I hear an accent that's not Canadian. No. So, what's the origin? Ghana, West Africa. Ghana. Oh, okay. yes. Ghana. Yes. 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 All right. Yeah. So I've been here for a while, but yeah, sometimes yeah, it comes out and. Proud. And here in Canada, they, you know, you always say where your culture roots is, and then Canada. Um, so you're you're Ghanaian Canadian. We don't really say we're African American or African Canadian. There are those different. Depends on how you want to identify yourself. But um, mm -hmm. time, I'll say I'm Ghanaian Canadian. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So tell everybody how they can connect with you, your social media handles, and all that good stuff. Okay, so um, everything's just Ball Mom Canada, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, or Twitter. I'm not that active on Twitter, um, but the main channel that I'm really active at is Instagram because that's the one I'm most comfortable with <laughs> and understanding. Um, but I do also have a Facebook, so everything I post also does share there. Um, if you want to email me, it's ballermomcanada at gmail.com. Or the website is ballermom.ca, um, where you will find information on some of the clubs or leagues or coaches that I've been featured. Um, there, some of the athletes are featured there. A little bit of the blog, as well as some of the merchandising that goes with the uh, with the brand. So, yeah, Ballermom Canada. Just Google search it, and it should uh, find uh, pop up, and you will find me. 
Awesome, awesome. I am looking forward to collaborating with you one year where we come together and do something. We we are supposed to be going to a hockey game, so I don't know if that's going to be in Canada, but can we talk sports? We're going to show up at a hockey game. That's something I've never done. That's cold. You're going to need a jacket. The environment is built to be cold, so heads up. We're going to be doing that. So we end up out there in Toronto at, at a game. I will, will definitely be reaching out to you. Definitely. And, uh, let's link up. And so we just want to thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. Yeah. Great show. Yes. You. Sharing so your knowledge. Nice you guys. Yes. And so just keep it going. You know, no matter what, just keep the passion of why you do what you do. And that is to educate these moms who are coming before after us to make you know to make informed decisions so mm-hmm. give them what we got yep so that's, that's it. it keep sharing thank you so much ladies thank, thank you Gifty, it was a pleasure same here same here and i'll keep watching i love your show you guys are awesome i love the naturalness of it yeah <laughs> thanks for the here. support really thank yes. you thank yes. you yes all right that ladies. was awesome that was awesome. So um, I think since we're over uh, our time, we probably going to do hold our, um, unless you want to go ahead and do your parent tip for tonight so we can go ahead and close out. Well, uh, my parent tip for the night would just be parents, um, unconditional love, like not, not, I, because you did this, or if you do this, um, it, it has to be unconditional love. Support your kids, lift them up. Um, I, I just think about so many kids that are hurting um, and feeling like they're not loved or they're not supported, or maybe they didn't do what the parent wanted for them. And so they feel like out there. So I, I just want to encourage encourage parents to unconditional love like no matter what i'm gonna love you i'm gonna love you through it yeah that's good uh my parent tip is don't eat too much dressing and turkey next oh, week. i'm gonna do that is it next is week for thanksgiving or the week after next it's next no week, right? next weekend next week a week from next week yeah yeah mm-hmm. so week. don't eat too much I've been on this little diet thing, so I have to eat three vegetables to a meat. So I've, I've been struggling whether I'm going to cheat. And I think I am going to cheat, but I'm going to still have <laughs> my three vegetables and a little dressing and a, sweet, a little sweet potato pie and some ham. So don't do so you like me. Don't eat too much next you've week. You've planned the cheat. You've planned and anticipated yeah. the cheat. I know. I know. I know. I, 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 I know. <laughs> I know. I'm having my dressing. Look, you can keep the turkey. I, dressing and giblet gravy. I'm, I'm, oh, wow. I'm good. Sweet potatoes. Sweet. Well, my parent tip is mental health. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mental health. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Address it. And if nobody addresses it for your child, if they're in school, you address it for them. Yes. Or make them address it. Mm-hmm. Or remove them from the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another topic that maybe I mm-hmm. need to be on. Oh, yeah. And don't be ashamed or to ask for help. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, ladies. So thank you guys for watching. Don't forget to share, comment, tag, uh, tell somebody about Can We Talk Sports, you guys. Have a good night, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye you guys. Bye.